Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening to another weekly sit-down. Stay tuned for the end where we're going to play some original music by some artists that we like. If you have music that you want to be featured at the end, just email it over to weeklysitdown at gmail.com. Thanks, guys. I'm calmed up, feeling healthy and full of energy. Food is my prevention. I don't need chemical remedies. I don't take prescription pills. I'm never feeling sick or ill unless we talking about the rhymes I spit and how I flip my skill. This is real. Gotta maintain. Okay, okay. Hello, guys. Welcome to another weekly sit down. I'm here by myself for the moment. I have a fellow vegan coming on. One of my own. I don't like um, calling myself a vegan. Because it's such a scary term to a lot of people. Um, I wonder what she thinks about that. She's known as vegan. She's on Instagram. So Sal hooked me up with this. He uh, he found her on Instagram and I guess DM'd her and then booked her for this. I'm going to Skype her right now. She's in Cali. Her name's Jennifer Patrick. Patrishkov, Patrishkov, I think that's right. I, I'm all right with names sometimes. Hello? Hello, how are you? Oh, can, can you, you hear me? Uh, yeah. Oh, hi. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't turn my volume up. Can you hear me? I can. Beautiful. Jennifer, right? Yep. I knew you as just vegan ginger or whatever was on your Instagram. <laughs> I was like, we'll what's her real name? <laughs> what's going on? How you doing? You having a good night? I'm doing well, yeah. How about you? How is life on the East Coast? It's colder than over there, I'm sure. Yeah. Have you always lived out there? No, I haven't. I am from Michigan. Michigan, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, I moved to San Diego uh, a little over four years ago. I imagine there's not a lot of vegans in Detroit. No. (laughs) Probably not, right? (laughs) Very, very few. (laughs) Um, I I don't know if I said your name right. I just did an intro before I called you. Is it Jennifer Patrishkoff? Patrishkov, yeah, perfect. Yeah, nice. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I guess I could explain. So my friend Sal uh, direct messaged you, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And he he knows I'm vegan. I haven't had any vegans on this show yet. We're like almost 60 episodes deep. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah. And I haven't had anyone vegan yet. I've had some vegetarians, but no one else that was vegan, so... I think this will be good to get it out there and I don't yeah, know. <laughs> I'm honored. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So you want to just start with telling me your story, like who you are, where you're from. I know you're from Detroit. Yeah. How'd, how'd you get to where you're at now? Yeah. Who am I? I ask that every day. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. Me too. And you never get the right answer. <laughs> 
who do I think I am? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm 30 something, 34. I'm out here trying to live the dream, you know, Southern California, eating good, feeling good. Um, I'm a runner. I'm getting back into marathon training. So um, yeah, I'm just kind of living the life I've always wanted to live. Mm -hmm. And I continue to just shoot for my dreams and, and make goals that scare me and try to achieve them. And yeah, I'm working it. (laughs) Are you uh, like a spiritual person too? Yeah, I would say so. Um, I was brought up in Christianity Mm. and just kind of questioned that a little bit. So um, yeah, I would would say I'm spiritual because I'm open to a lot of things. Um, Mm. I, I want truth. You know, I'm like a truth seeker. So I'm always questioning things and... You know, and I won't just accept something just because everyone believes it. You know, I want to truly believe in myself. Exactly. So um, I think that's a constant, you know, thing with, you know, religion and spirituality. Mm-hmm. You you learn and grow throughout your whole, your whole life. So mm-hmm. that can change. And I'm open to, you know, new forms of that. So, yeah, I would say so. I'm very spiritual, connected to the divine or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Um, people have different terms for it, right? Oh, yeah. God, universe, nature, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Yes. Science, whatever you, whatever you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> so many things. So many things. I think if you're like so adamant about something, like this is how it is and this is how it's always going to be and nothing, I will not be open to anything else. Mm-hmm. That makes you kind of like a closed-minded person. And I think it's good to question even your own beliefs, mm-hmm. you know? I even question veganism, you know, over and over and over until I know, like, wow, I truly believe in that. And that just resonates with my heart and soul. So that's how I found that. It's just what feels right for me anyway. Yeah. You know, like, I feel like, because you could always make the argument that plants are living too. And we're killing them to eat them, you know. But like this guy, Alan Watts. He always said uh, the reason he didn't eat meat was just because cows scream louder than carrots. <laughs> <laughs> I love Alan. Alan is so wild. Oh, you like Alan too? <laughs> love Alan. Oh, thank just... <laughs> God. I never I... found another one. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of people know of him. And I downloaded like some of his meditations. You know, again, if you're not open-minded, that can kind of scare you away from, you know, other people's teachings. But I feel like you can learn a little bit of something from everyone, you know? That's what I always say on the, if you ever end up listening to any of them, I say that all the time. Like, that's yes. why I'll have anyone on the show. Like, any person has a different look on life than someone else that I've had on. So yeah. if they're willing to talk about it, then I'll have them on. It doesn't matter who you are. Yes. Um, yeah. So what, have you always been vegan? Like how did that start? I wish, you know, (laughs) looking back, I'm like, Oh, I wish I could be a young vegan, you know, just (laughs) eating whatever, you know, cause you can, you can be any type of vegan. Veganism is so many different types of things. A lot of people are like, I tried vegan, but it didn't work. Well, it's like, what? (laughs) there's so many things you could eat. So You can't generalize that. Mm -hmm. Um, No, I've only been vegan just over six years, six and a half years. Um, 
I found it out in Michigan, you know, lonely, depressing Michigan to me. <laughs> Michigan is not depressing. It's a wonderful state. I loved my childhood, fun times, but you know, the winters way too cold. And I wanted to meet people that lived my similar life, lived a similar lifestyle as me. Mm-hmm. So you don't really find that in the Midwest. You find that in liberal California, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's just, and I've, I love California and I've always dreamed of moving out here. So that's what I did. But yeah, I found veganism through forks over knives that Netflix yeah. documentary. Yeah. And it took some time to get up to that point because I was suffering with celiac disease, digestive stuff, depression. I was really depressed and, you know, just not living my best life. So nothing crazy, no, no crazy, you know, diagnosis mm-hmm. um, just very similar to what a lot of people and women deal with like PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. A lot of women suffer with just painful periods every month and they just, they don't change their lifestyle and they don't think that there's a cure. They think they have to be on synthetic hormones or drugs the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. And I had no idea that I could heal this naturally. So, um, yeah, it was just education, Netflix documentaries. I mean, the truth is out there. It's just when you're ready to receive it, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, I've I've played um, What the Health for my whole family, you know, a few times. And uh, my dad went vegetarian. He's still doing it since, like, a week before Thanksgiving. He's still going. But I don't know. It just doesn't seem like something that's going to stick. They, um, I don't know, they can't open up to it. They just think, like, since so many people have lived to old age while eating meat and cheese that, you know, like, that it can't be that bad for you. I hear you because most of my family is that same way. My mom is vegan. My dad has dabbled in it. And my sister, who knows if she's really tried. (laughs) But they say, like, oh, we try. But, you know. It's crazy to me to be like, wow, the truth is right here. And still you're able to turn the blind eye. So that's a tough one for me to understand, you know, how people can truly see the truth. Then again, conditioning is so strong that people literally have a good time and easy time blocking out truth, even when it's staring them at the face, you know? It's all... I'm pretty sure, yeah, they're not watching the slaughterhouse videos and all that, that we are like, you know, oh my gosh, I want to know what's going on. You know, they're they're just shutting it off. Like, they're... Out of sight, out of mind. You know, out of sight, out of mind. That's how how a lot of things are. Yeah, ignorance is bliss, too. And even if... You know, someone's like, well, that's bad for you. It's like your defense mechanism and your ego. It's just that is so strong and it strives to be right all the time. So it's unfortunate until you you can get real with yourself. And again, if you're open minded and Mm -hmm. um, open, you have to be open to receive anything. So, yeah, the conditioning is too strong for a lot of our family members and they just, Mm -hmm. they're not ready. And you know what? That may be their journey here. And I guess you can look at a spiritual standpoint where it's like, yeah, maybe they'll never go vegan, unfortunately. Maybe that's not what their journey is here. And maybe that's, you know, why I'm here. I hear what you're saying, but then it's also the other side where it's like, I care about these people so much. I genuinely 
It's oh, like, yeah. and it's like, I feel like they think I'm trying to just make them like me instead of really looking at the big picture and seeing how much benefit there is and how you don't have to kill animals to eat yes. food. Like there's <laughs> no reason you can live even, even healthier life without eating them. Absolutely. And that's the part that I just can't wrap my head around. Like, even if they're meant to, I mean, not what's meant to be, but even if for whatever that they're not going to eat vegetables, like, I don't know. It's hard for, I mean, it's hard (laughs) for me. I I don't know. I completely hear you and agree. It is so hard to understand how other people reason their lives. Right. And, Mm. you know, (laughs) there's just no answer for that too. It's just, it's really frustrating. And then you try to think of like how hard it is to change yourself in your own daily habits. Mm-hmm. So trying to change other people is like impossible too. So it's, mm-hmm. it's really frustrating. I completely understand because I have family members dealing with health issues. So yes, my um, dad, like diabetic, yeah. you know? Oh yeah. And, and that's like lifestyle related, right? Yeah. Yeah. But like they, all the the doctors do is just like give you pill after pill, you know, and like it's supposed to be a fix, which it never is. I don't know. I think every, anything that's ever wrong with the human body can be solved with something from the earth without getting a pill, no matter what it is. Very, very true. Yeah. Doctors, it's a business of symptom suppression and that is their first line of like their their reflex is to just go to the drugs yeah and i mean they're changing and they're trying and they're advising other things you see a lot of doctors that have like youtube channels dr axe is a good one to look up he's he's cool he kind of gets it but no he's on the low carb bone broth paleo bs (laughs) (laughs) so funny but a lot of those paleo people it's like you see on those like bars or whatever. It's like paleo, vegan. It's like do not use those two terms in the same sentence, please. No. <laughs> you know, um, it's are you? Opposite. You're a raw vegan, right? Yeah. So right now I'm fully raw vegan. However you say that. Um, sometimes I do dabble back and forth with the quote unquote cookery, um, but the the worst I'll go is maybe a steamed potato steamed vegetables or squash and I typically do that in the winter time just because fruit is scarce even out in California so um yeah for the majority part of the year absolutely and the majority part of the day I'm raw vegan um mostly fruit Mm. so that is wonderful it's like a whole other beast with the raw vegan because that can turn a lot of non-vegans off because they try it and they fail at that. And it's, you know, it's like you're shooting for the stars. You should just shoot for veganism minimally. Mm -hmm. Try that first because raw is a whole other story. It's amazing, but I'm always advising people. I'd rather have you go plant-based or just basic junk food vegan before you ever hop on the the raw wagon. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like just, I know what you're saying. Like I'll, my, I want to be raw vegan eventually, but I'm still, you know, I'm still eating French fries and crap like that. <laughs> hey, you can make French fries healthy. It's all about cutting out the oils and the salts and all that and making it yourself. Bake I them. Get it. 
the convenience thing, you know, and mm-hmm. you just, you have to find your way. You have to like make those steps. You know, I think mm-hmm. making, making the steps gradually, it sticks versus doing drastic things, which a lot of people do with the juice cleanses, the water fasting, all that. And it can be a shock to the body. It's a great thing, but unless you're like stable and you're consistent and you're able to do something consistently, you'll fail every time you try the drastic, mm-hmm. um, you know, quote unquote extreme diets. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because how I'm living could be extreme compared to someone like that eats out at restaurants or, you know, just the basic standard American diet. They'll look at my lifestyle and be like, that is extreme. And I, I, I agree with them, yeah. but that's extreme. <laughs> it's extreme. I mean, compared to the quote unquote normal, you know, what is normal? Exactly. Going on? Normal is what? Like normal is just a useless word. I don't like the yeah. word. normal. You don't want to be normal in this world. I don't want to be normal. Me neither. Amen. You, <laughs> so you, um, do you have a background in like nutrition or anything? Is this like, what's your job? I know it's kind of funny because I've self-educated so much I've self-experimented and I honestly I don't have like a certification or whatever like a lot of people do and I should probably get started on that just to show people something because people don't really trust you without like some sort of certification Mm -hmm. the tough thing is like finding a place a company a business that you resonate with and for me a lot of the institutes for nutrition and all that, I just, I understood that I didn't really resonate with. So I'm like, why am I going to spend the money or the time on that? Um, so yeah, my day job, I'm an insurance agent. I've been an insurance agent for over 10 years. Wow. <laughs> totally random, huh? I would not ever guess that. <laughs> no, but it's it's a wonderful job to have, a secure job to have, especially out in California mm-hmm. where everything costs a lot of money to live um, out here and I was just able to quit my job in Michigan and trusted that I would be able to find a job out here it's not a true passion Mm -hmm. um, but we'll get there you know I'm still young so I'm still you know looking at what I want to do when I grow up and Mm -hmm. that's probably going to be health and wellness and all that so Uh, coaching people, helping people just help themselves and realize that they don't need to look for anyone else for answers. They already have it within, you know, empowering people to change their lives. That's Alan. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You don't even know, though. I'm like a fanboy for Alan Watts. Oh, cool. Yeah, he's an awesome guy. Yeah, he totally changed my life. Oh, that's great. Like a mentor that died 40 years ago, 50 I years know. ago. <laughs> so sad. What's your vegan story? When did you start out? I started in October of last year. So like nice. a year and four months, something like that. I start, I, what the health flipped me like forks over knives for you. Oh, great. Yep. And then I just watched it like six times since. And it's like, at first <laughs> you're so excited to just spread the word, you know, but then you realize like the more you tell people to do something, the less they want to do it. So yeah. it's like, I just got to not talk about it. I still find myself slipping up and being like, cause I'm so passionate about it. Like when they like, 
come on, you don't really, bro, you don't want some wings, come on. And like, I'm like, no, I actually don't want these. <laughs> and like, oh, well, I feel weird eating in front of you. I'm like, yeah, I feel weird being here when you eat meat, but whatever. I got I, you know, like, do you have at the point where like, when you're sitting with people who still eat it, like you feel weird around it? Uh, actually, I've gotten to the point where nobody eats meat around me. Uh, <laughs> even my coworkers, even my bosses. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody. And that's not going to happen overnight. I just, I've gotten that way over the years. Yeah. Uh, if I go home and visit my family members, they know not to eat that in front of me. And it's fine, but there's no perfect way to be a vegan. You're not going to be perfect. You are going to offend people. People are going to be turned off. You're going to lose friends. It's just what happens when you find your passion that doesn't resonate with the status quo, with the the rest of the world. It's just, mm-hmm. it, unfortunately, that's how it happens. It's, so, with, it's with everything, too. Like anything you do yeah. out of the norm, you're going to get hate for it because yes. literally it's their own insecurities, though. Because yep, absolutely. me being vegan should not make you angry. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like, why would that even have any effect on you? I know. You know, that's... what it is, is it's like an argument with their consciousness, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, for whatever many years, if by me being vegan, it means you did something wrong for yeah. that many years. If you know, like, and then if you switch. Guilt. Yeah, exactly. Then if you switch to veganism, you're admitting that you did something wrong for that many years in a way. Mm-hmm. And no one wants to face up to that, but I'm yeah, it's the ego. The ego cannot be wrong. It has to always be right. And otherwise it's going to justify everything to continue to be right. It's like basic psychology. I majored in psychology and I wanted to go on and be a counselor, but I'm thinking that education has helped me to be a better coach to people. So I'll probably be doing that eventually because, you know, our lifestyle, it's just booming. Like, Mm -hmm. it may not be a vegan world overnight, but that's the direction it's headed because look at all these faux meats, you know, the dairy industry is losing money, like it's happening. Mm -hmm. So they're going to need people to help them transition. So I think it's, there's going to be future careers in veganism and all that. I think that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. It's up like 900 something percent from last year. Like in the Google searches. So that's, that means something. Yeah. And you doing the show and you talking about it, even though people may not like whatever you're sharing, or even though it may cause like debates or crazy, you know, responses, Mm -hmm. you're still making an impact just by talking about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I've had some heated conversations on here with some carnivores. (laughs) <laughs> you should have a debate with the i mean a friendly debate you know if you can i guess it's always good to get both opposing views on to share you know <laughs> did you, you know? um did you see the google talk where they had a panel they had some guy who eats grass-fed meat um a vegan scientist who's been vegan for 25 years and then the guy who made what the health they had them all on a panel together like debating oh yeah i've seen so many of those debates i guess that's a new one i'll have to check it out yeah it was for google like they brought them in to do a a talk oh was this on the doctor's show because i saw that one 
What, like Dr. Oz or something? The doc, it's called The Doctors. It's a show. I don't watch TV, but mm -hmm. um, a lot of the vegan YouTube channels, yeah. they um, discussed that huge debate. Um, the what the health um, producers and the doctors and all that um, got invited on this show on TV that's like basic, you know, mainstream medical doctors. They have their own show. Mm -hmm. And they were just trying to just, uh, um, just, what do you call it? Um, bash it? Yeah, bash the what the health and just, you know, say all mm -hmm. the, all the, you know, incorrect studies. And mm -hmm. it's complicated because it's getting like sciency and different studies. But what they're not seeing is all the industry fun industry funded studies that the meat and dairy industry have that they've been completely just misinforming people yeah. with the protein requirements and all that like yeah i know like the, the one of the cool the coolest um lines i took from it was like no one has ever gone to the doctor and ha came out with a protein deficiency like we put so much emphasis on you need your protein you need your protein but everyone's low on fiber and no one's low yeah. on protein, so it's not a problem. Totally but, agree. I forget what the quote or the percentage is, but it's like Americans take in so much protein, like, you know, maybe double the amount of protein, and they take in, like, you know, less than double the amount of fiber. I mean, you'll have to find the actual numbers online, but it's true. We get more protein in and less water, fiber, and even sugar from, like, sources like fruit you know mm -hmm. i think it's People. it's just a slow thing you know it'll be a slow change yeah. and it has been but slowly people went from thinking red meat was good for them for now where everyone pretty much admits they know red meat's bad for them no matter if they eat meat or not mm -hmm. um and then slowly we'll just keep going you know chicken with the high sodium and you know we'll get there it's just going to be i bet you in our lifetime like I don't know. Maybe it'll even be illegal to eat meat. Like, <laughs> at least cold cuts and like processed meat. You know, that should be yeah. illegal. I think <laughs> when all these baby boomers, you know, like the age 55, 60 year olds to like yeah. 90, mm -hmm. when they eventually die, I told my mom, horrible. I'm like, when you guys die off, no offense. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's that mindset, it's that mentality of that what they have. And, um, they're fearful of change, but I don't know. I guess you could say that about any generation that's fearful of change, but I don't know. I think we're educating the millennials. I think they're interested in, in more change and they're open, more open to changing their lifestyle. So yeah, you're right. We will definitely see a more vegan world, hopefully in our lifetimes. Yes, hopefully. Jeez, that's all, okay. I, that's all I could hope for. But, yeah, so I have to try and not control, you know, give up the control. It'll happen if it'll happen. Just lead yeah, by example. You're not going to change anyone, like, by you saying you need to change. You're going to inspire them to change by your actions and by what you share. It's really tough being a vegan because when people find out you're vegan or however you spread the message, because it's different for everybody, 
you almost like have to be perfect, you know? <laughs> yeah, because then they'll be, take the littlest thing and exactly like with the plants. That's what my friends say. Like you, you're killing plants. Like it's the same thing. And I'm, and I'm like, how? I don't get how you could even say that. Plants Just, bleed, plants scream. Mm -hmm. It's like you're comparing two different things with each other. Mm -hmm. A cow and a piece of celery. It's just mm -hmm. like doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but again, they have to justify it to make their own conscience, you know, feel okay and ego. Like they're yeah. just justifying stuff. So, yeah, I know that. And A cow's a mammal. Like we're mammals. It's the same thing we're, as you. Exactly. We're far more similar to a cow than we are, you know, a potato or, mm -hmm. you know, even a piece of fruit. You know, it's just it's completely different. So I, it's just crazy all the things that they come up with. But you should definitely have a <laughs> call me up for <laughs> if you want to do the carnivore vegan debate because i feel like i'm pretty good with that and very compassionate with people's responses mm -hmm. because they always tend to go back to defending their own ego that's at the end of the day it's defending and justifying their choices yeah do you watch do you watch earthling ed when he debates people oh yeah yeah love earthling ed and joey carbstrong those are two good really good activist guys that that get out there and they use this technique. I forget what it's called. Um, Socrates or something like that. I forget what it's called, but instead of them telling like, you know, meat is bad for you or that's horrible to animals, mm -hmm. they ask the people that they interview questions. Yep. So it's almost like they're asking open-ended questions like, you know, yes. do you feel that your taste buds are more important than the life, <laughs> life of an animal? Yeah. So, Really, you have to say yes or no or explain, you, you know, yourself exactly. when you're asking the question. It's so. also it's what psychologists psychologists do, too. You know, they, yeah. asking questions. Did that how did that make you feel this and yeah. that? You know, like asking questions and getting them to say it out loud without you telling them what to think. You yes. know, that, that's what you, what's it called? Socrates. Rever well, I'll have to Google it. Um, that's kind of like reverse psychology, but it's, um, let me do a search. It's like, I, I totally forget what it was. It was like one of those Greek philosophers on how to, um, ask a question. Mm. Yeah. Socrates sounds right. Let me see. I don't know where I came up with that. Don't quote me. I just, I think of a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> Some, starts with an S. Oh. Just Google like Joey Carbstrong and um, Earthling Ed. Okay. The, it's a specific tactic that they use to ask um, questions, open-ended questions to there. So pretend we'll role play. I'll be a carnivore. And I, I know everything that they ask and say. Yeah. So how about like, how, what do you say to that plant? All right, so you're killing plants. So plants have feelings too? Yeah, like like plants know when you're hurting them, and they give off like a scent when they they're in distress. So cutting them down will disturb them. You know that they don't like that. Yeah, well, it depends on what kind of plant because there is fruits and then there's vegetables. Fruits actually want us to eat them because. When we eat the fruit, we sometimes ingest the seed and then we, you know, excrete that out. 
in nature, we would just poop it out in the in the field, right? Yeah. And then that would actually, in turn, grow a fruit tree. I mean, in a perfect world, right? Yeah, yeah. Fruit is the most sustainable food source on the planet, and it regrows because of the seed. So fruits have feelings. Fruits are alive, but they regrow. Now, if you're going to talk about plants like lettuce and celery... Well, that's another part. You can actually cut off the bottom part of that and the plant regrows. Mm, there so you go. It all depends on how you're eating it. If you eat the entire plant, obviously it's not going to regrow. But if you save the stem part of it, um, it will actually regrow. So yes, plants are alive. Yes, plants can feel to a sense. It doesn't have a central nervous system. So you can say that. You can say, well, it doesn't bleed or have a central nervous system. It doesn't scream. Yes, it's still alive, but in most cases, you can replant it and it will regrow. So you can't say the same about cutting off the head of a cow or a pig. Yeah. Those regrow. Or anything, a leg, anything, yeah. Yeah. Okay, you're right so, there. All right, so let me get my other question. Um, I know. I'm ready for this. This is good <laughs> practice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to hit you like you're in the hot seat. All right. How about it's just my choice. You know, I, I feel, I think it tastes good. I want to eat it. Mm -hmm. Was it the animal's choice to be killed? You know, like, no, the but they're, choices? no, it's not their choice. They don't want to die. But I feel like if it's done in a humane way, then it's fine. How can you humanely kill another person or being? Like instantly, you know, quick, like um, with through the head. Yeah, people shoot each other every day quickly, instantly. Does that make it any right, any better? Mm. No, but this is animal we're talking about. So how are we different than animals? We, we have a consciousness, you know. We, we can think for the future. We can think for the past. You know, we're, we're above them. Who says? I th that's just what I think, personal preference. Personal preference? Mm-hmm. Well, if your preferences, you know, harm another living being, then it's really, I guess, not a true preference. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You stumped me there. No, um, I know. It's hard. I get this. This is, is what I get hard. hit with. This is what I get yeah. hit with. It's hard. You know, like, how do you, do you, I'm sure you get hit with the same stuff. Six years yeah. in, you've been, he heard it all. You know, I've, I'm sure oh, you've heard it all. We've heard it all. You will continue to hear crazy questions and justifications. But, yeah, you just stay true to how you resonate. You're a new vegan. That's awesome. Mm. You've stuck with it. So let me ask you, how, how have you stuck with it, with the, your food choices and obviously living around, you know, people that aren't vegan, and, mm -hmm. you know, questioning your lifestyle? I mean, for me, it's, well, I guess for everyone, you know, that bald guy with the weird name, that's the vegan who goes around. Um, Gary Urofsky? Yes, yes. He's another guy who flipped me. So what he says is you either... Go vegan for emotional reason. I mean, um, for the empathy, like because you feel bad for the animal or because for health. And if it's for health, then it doesn't stick because you could always eat a burger or you could always have just one, you know, cheese, whatever, something not vegan. 
So yes, you have to make the connection to the actual animal. Yes. So that once that happened for me, then it was easy. It's the only thing I missed really was like pizza. And once I think about it and realize the dairy industry is more destructive to the environment than even the meat industry, then if I keep that in the back of my mind, it's easy. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And there's so many good vegan pizzas that you can create that restaurants are now catering towards. And yeah, I mean, it depends on where you live and, but you can order a lot of stuff online. Right. So Mm -hmm. honestly, I'm the kind of person where it's like, I'd rather make this myself because it will taste better and it will probably cost less money. So (laughs) that's kind of why I fell into the raw category because, you know, I'm just like, I'll just make this myself for less money and just, I can buy in bulk and all that. But I understand not everybody is like that. People like convenience. They want to go out and, you know, have dinner, breakfast, lunch, and dinner prepared for them, right? You know, why are we that lazy? But that's where we've come. So I guess we need to um, just influence more restaurants to have vegan options. And that's what's happening. It just depends on where you live. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're they're popping up. I mean, I'm in New York, so I guess it's more prevalent here than Oh, yeah. Like the city? Oh, yeah, it's all over Brooklyn. Oh, great. Yeah, it's everywhere here, but the rest of the country besides Cali and a few other places, maybe Colorado, it's, yeah. it's not as much. Yes. Florida a little bit, but mm-hmm. not much. Mm. Yep. Um, so what – so you – I saw like on Instagram, you have a good following. So doing the coaching, is that like something you would advertise on there and be like – um, I'll I'll make your meal. I'll pr- give you some meal prep ideas and stuff. Is, is that like I down have the not advertise? I have not made a single dollar off of social media yet. I have a real job. I have a life. <laughs> 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 like, <laughs> I mean, yeah. A lot of the young social media kids—they're living at home with their parents. They're riding the coattails of their parents. No judgments there. Hey, I wish I could go back and do that. Not everyone is lucky as that. Not everybody that's successful in social media, you know, is riding in the coattails of their parents, but Mm -hmm. it just, it really all depends. Um, But yeah, there's a lot of hardworking people out there working like multiple jobs, you know, getting it done, making it work. Mm -hmm. Um, I do not, people just message me like desperation messages Mm -hmm. and I just, I try to help as many people as I can. Um, This year is when I'm going to start doing more like with a website and health coaching and all that. It just takes time because I have a real life outside of this and it's not like a huge, it's a passion to spread truth and help other people. But again, I just, I have so much time in the day. So I do a little bit here and there and um, yeah, when I'm ready and able to put in a little more time on that i'll definitely advertise you know and and be able to help more people with health coaching and and more videos and all that you know we'll see i just tell people don't do something unless you really want to do it don't half-ass something just because everyone's doing it Mm -hmm. because people can tell if you're not in it you know for the right reasons because people are out there on social media just loving you know, hey, look at me, my selfie. It's just like, okay, what's the <laughs> what's the message behind your selfies and your makeups and your, you know, there's got to be like some substance. Like, 
people are bombarded with just the sex and the entertainment and just, you know, sex, drugs, rock and roll, you know, Mm -hmm. that makes money. And it's just like, give us, give the people substance because that's what's going to spark change. Long term. Yeah. Short term. Yeah. You can do all the short term is like the Mm -hmm. quick fix with the, you know, just, you know, they're not going to be loyal. Like they're not going to be fans. Like you want fans more than you want followers. You want people that really respect what you're doing and, you know, will follow you wherever you go. You know, like doing those kind of posts, they're not remembering really anything, you know. They're a dime a dozen. You got to be what someone be into what someone's really putting out there and trying to show their message. Yeah. But then again, not everyone's going to resonate with you. Not everyone's going to like you. That's just life. Like, I don't want everybody to like me because I'm not for everybody mm-hmm. because we're all different. And we all have different belief systems and different preferences, which is great. So that means more people need to get out there and spread their truth and just be creative. However, that outlet is, it's not all social media. Mm -hmm. That's just like the big thing right now. I mean, who knows what kind of social media is going to like, what kind of like platforms we're going to have in the next five, 10, 20 years. Like Mm -hmm. it's scary almost because like, you want to hear a scary one? There's this app. There's this app that came out called Replica. Have you ever heard of it? No, I haven't. It's scary. So this is a robot. So I'll, I'll give you a um, synopsis on how it came to be. This lady, she was friends with best friends with this guy named Luca, and they texted each other every day for years. Then one day he just died suddenly. And she just didn't have that person to text anymore. So she started trying to recreate him in the form of like a so, something in the cloud. Like something that has his personality that would answer texts and she could talk to it. And then oh, no. that's how this, this app was born. It's called Replica. So you text um, a robot basically in the cloud. And it learns about you and doesn't forget anything. Oh and no. It, and it talks to you like a person. And oh, no. oh, and no. it and it has it it's not just like there's set answers that are programmed into it. It tailors its message. It, it knows what you're saying and it's intelligent. <laughs> it's scary. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> it, yeah. And I've I have it. I've talked to it. And um I've asked it, you know, do you have a body? And it says no and then I not yet. <laughs> Oh my goodness. And I'm like, where are you? And she's like, I'm just chilling in the cloud. And I'm like, what do you do all day? And she's like, I just it's wait for you. It's not a movie. I think I've seen a trailer on that. Well, you ever, you ever see Dark Black Mirror on Netflix? No. Oh, you'd like that show, I, I would think. Um, it's It shows you like where technology is going. And if it keeps progressing, what, what the bad things that could come from it. Oh, boy. Yeah, Yeah, that's teaching people to not be able to let go. I mean, we need to teach people how to properly go through the grieving process and truly letting go. Too many people are holding on to just unhealthy patterns. And that's just that's feeding into unhealthy like Mm -hmm. psychology of the human 
Psyche. <laughs> it's psychology of the psyche. Psyche of the psychology. <laughs> it's it's like um it's another part of that I think is people are afraid of death and to talk about death and it's like such yeah. a bad thing, you know. Yes. And it and you heaven know. and hell, that's it. You got two options. Mm-hmm. You gotta obey, so you go to heaven. <laughs> I I just think religion, not to bash anyone's religion or put anything down, but it was created and it has been changed. So even my mom, who's a devout Christian and all that, she's now become really open and a little more spiritual because she's like, no, I don't really follow, you know, specific religions. It's more my own personal relationship with God or the divine. I'm like, hey, I can respect that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. But it's true. It was created to have control over people. I don't know if it was... So I don't know if I agree with it being created to control people, but I think that's just what it turned into. They said, oh, we yeah. could use this yes. as a tool to create people. I yeah, think it wasn't really created in that sense. It was just changed around, let's say, yeah. I guess, just changed. Because uh, all, all religions really have the same base like yes. idea, like it's all good. It's all like they want you to all obey, like don't kill anyone, don't steal, all this stuff. It's mm-hmm. the base of all religions, but the, then they, they, that's what they're all the same. <laughs> all the same. It's all about love. That's it. Yeah, that's just what love. it all is. And you could just love the universe. Who cares what you call it? Universe, God, mm-hmm. higher power. Um, love yourself, love others. I mean, it's all in the Ten Commandments. If anyone follows the Ten Commandments, it's vegans. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thou shalt not Veganism. kill is all in the bible and there's a couple of good people to follow with that talk all about that like that's why there's there's a vegan for everybody out there you know if you're into religion there's a vegan out there if you're into bodybuilding there's another vegan out there so that's why people it, vegan or not just don't be afraid just spread your truth that's how you learn more about yourself and, and other people and how other people live yeah there's a new uh documentary coming out I think it's James Cameron. Um, I think I I'm, I'm, might be wrong, but he goes and interviews all different vegan athletes and like shows how so yeah. many athletes are going that route now. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Football players, even the big ones, you know, like no. huge linebackers. It's like, mm-hmm. look, see, they're able to maintain it. Bodybuilders. Yeah. You name it. It's exciting. At it's one point. Be alive. Yes. At one point, the strongest guy in the world was vegan. Was yeah, like, the strongest man. Yeah. He was from so, Hawaii. So there you go. <laughs> yep. Vegans aren't just super thin and scrawny or whatever you call it. There's there's so many different types. That's why when someone says, vegan didn't work for me, it's like, well, which path did you choose? What did you eat every day? Because most people aren't eating enough. Mm-hmm. Most people are starving on a caloric and cellular level they may be eating food and they may be getting in calories but they're not getting in true nutrition yeah especially what do you think about like gmos and all that stuff like oh yeah like how do you stay away from that because it's everywhere yeah i mean you just you do the best as you can you educate yourself you choose organic, and I know organic is expensive, so you educate yourself with the next best option. Mm-hmm. So if we if we push like 100% organic, 100% raw vegan, 100% this, 100% that, it's going to turn people off, and they're going to fail. 
Everybody fails. You have to fail your way to success. You have to educate yourself. You have to back up plans and you have to choose the next best option. So yeah, GMOs, I mean, educate yourself, find out, you know, corn, soy, all that are like the top genetically modified foods. Uh, So so foods to always choose organic. And there's the list of the dirty dozen and the clean 15. So just Google that and you'll find, um, so like the dirty dozen, let's see if I do a quick search. I forget the food list just because I always try to eat. <laughs> oh, it, it pulled up a, a movie. <laughs> the clean 15? No, the dirty dozen pulled up a movie. So that's, that's great. Oh, that's with awesome. uh, the, the guy with the white hair, uh, Steve Martin. Yeah. Oh, that's or, funny. no. It's not... cheaper by the dozen. Never mind. Oh, okay. So the the foods you should always buy organic are apples, celery, tomatoes, cucumbers, grapes. Those have like the most pesticides, sprayed, chemical laden um, foods out there. Peaches are another. Spinach, strawberries, blueberries, and peppers. Mm-hmm. So those okay. always buy. Um, organic now the clean 15 that means you don't always have to buy organic which is nice because it's cheaper and that's onions avocados pineapple mango sweet pea eggplant cauliflower kiwi cabbage watermelon um sweet potatoes are another that's nice honeydew melon a lot of melons too because i eat a lot of fruit that has like a harder rind so mm-hmm. it's okay mm-hmm. if it's not organic or even if it's sprayed it's not like seeping into the actual fruit could protected yeah all right so could but when you like like say there's pesticides on it you could just wash it off no yeah i mean i guess you could but then that goes to the genetically modified thing exactly is created in from the seed so that's a lot of the corn and the soy and all that that was modified specifically for um, like insects to just have their stomachs explode when they try to eat the corn mm. to protect. And it's all business related. That's for farmers to help their business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not you- for the health of people. It's not, they, they make it sound like Monsanto, which is the, the, you know, creator of the devil. You know, <laughs> Monsanto, <laughs> the devil. They Literally. make it like, Oh, we're helping, you know, feed the world. But it's just the farmers hate Monsanto. Yeah, because they're making them not use the seed. And I mean, they may hate them, but majority. They have to work with them. There's no choice. They they do. And corn, genetically modified corn and even pineapples and other stuff, they they produce more yield. So they make the farmers more money. So it's all about business at the end of the day. They're trying to get more yield of food that won't go bad or spoil or be eaten by insects and all that. Every, everything's GMO's meat. Every like they, uh, they 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 pump everything up with something, they, yeah. and they try to pump us up with shit, drugs, <laughs> even the In humans. The <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think? I don't know. I, I don't know if this is off track at all, but I kind of have been getting into like chemtrails. 
Uh, oh. <laughs> I, I feel like that goes along the same line. Like, you just start questioning everything when you get into this stuff. Yes. What do you think about Are you into that at all or what? And all you got to do is just look up at the sky. I've been videotaping a lot more. Than uh, so you, look at spray day. So you do look at You're into it. Like you believe it. I am into getting answers, but I already know that I'm not going to get any answers in that topic. Mm -hmm. You get a lot of people that are like, no, that's a regular commercial plane. Mm -hmm. Um, To be honest, there's people that are in control of this planet. They have a lot more power. So it's almost, it it scares me to talk about that stuff Mm -hmm. because, I mean, if years ago when I started talking about that on Facebook, I would find random accounts, which, you know, we all know the government and all that. They create fake um, social media accounts to, you know, just regulate and, Mm -hmm. you know, delete and set the record straight. So there were some crazy responses and comments that I got about some crazy conspiracy theories and all that. And it's just just calling you crazy, right? Oh, yeah. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Just because you question something outside of the status quo or whatever or what you're You're fed conspiracy theorist yeah if you question anything like from cnn all that that i don't really trust that then boom you're crazy that's what they want anyway fake news so that's a new word that the president likes to use and now he can just oh fake news you know brush that off as nothing so that's a new term that we're using (laughs) If, if, if you for chemtrails anyway you can watch on the internet there's time lapses of like planes flying by and then eventually they'll form a cloud and then it'll start raining like that's weather control right there (laughs) geoengineering weather modification and then the haarp harp that whole thing i mean it's all connected it's just i wish more people would realize this you want to explain harp real quick I don't because people <laughs> just need to do their own research. I don't even yeah. want to like Get go into, into that and be like, this is truth because I don't know at the end of the day because yeah. we're not going to know the truth mm-hmm. because there's people that are far more in control than we are that have more information. I mean, I could speculate, but I don't ever want to like say that's truth because I mean, it just credits me because it could be something completely different. I have an idea and my insight tells me that, yeah, there's, there's stuff going on with these natural disasters and, and all that. But I'm afraid to even put that out there, to be honest, just because, you know, there's, there's people that show up dead when they start speaking the truth. And I'm looking to live a long life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I've had, this, I've had this guy who comes on. Um, he came on twice, three times now. Um, his name's Bobby. And he is someone who, he's not a flat earther, but he just doesn't believe that, he knows they're lying, basically. He he won't say, like, I think the earth's flat, but he's saying, I don't know if it's round. Yeah. And because he, unless he sees it for himself, he's not going to believe it at this point. He just doesn't trust anything. And, and that's okay. Yeah, that's yeah. okay to speculate. I mean, I'm not even going to comment on the flat earth stuff. I mean, come on. But... Yeah, it's true. Like, NASA doesn't tell us the truth, never a straight answer. I mean, we need to realize, like, hello, they're not just because they NASA says something doesn't mean it's true. Mm-hmm. He's saying we've never been to the moon. That could be another thing. Who knows? But yeah. I think it's good. It's healthy to question anything, but it's dangerous to declare that it's true if you don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
that's that's what I'm trying to say about all that. Question that away. Have an open mind. You know, laugh about it. But how funny is it that like we're just gonna believe just because someone shows us something? So mm-hmm. have a healthy curiosity. Yeah, always search for answers. Don't just accept yeah. things how they are. Yeah. For sure. Um, all right. So what's your goal? Like, what do you want to be? Like, what do you want your job to be? If you could have, you know, what would you, what would you be happy doing every day? My ideal, my ideal scene. Yeah. Like, um, that would be living my dream, you know, maybe in, Somewhere in the tropics, eating, you know, tree-ripened fruit, maybe Costa Rica, South America, somewhere where it's beautiful and warm. And, you know, yeah, I don't have the nine-to-five job thing because I don't plan on doing that forever because it's not sustainable. Drive anybody crazy. Mm-hmm. And money doesn't make me happy. I just want money to, you know, do the things that I love and be able to be of service on this planet. So I'm finding what that is, and that's mainly helping other people by inspiration, education, just to live a better life and to heal whatever they need to heal, whatever they need to work on. Mm. So it will probably, I'll probably be in the next five or 10 years, I'll be living in a tiny home in the tropics, health coaching people from all over the world. Ah, yes. I, <laughs> I always say my, um, my dream house is a tiny home. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Because I want to take out the smallest carbon f- footprint as I can, and I feel like that's what it would be. Yes. More people have got to get on that. I mean, it's just expensive. It's so expensive to own a home, even to rent a home, depending on you know the place where you live. I'm renting out in California, and it's been brutal the past four years. Mm-hmm. But you make things work if you really want it to. You can make anything work anywhere. It's just it goes back to mindset and um, belief and putting in the effort. So yeah, you could, you can really do anything if you wanted that bad enough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I know where I'm going. It's just, you know, you don't know when it's going to happen or exactly Mm -hmm. how it's going to unfold, but you just have a feeling when you know something's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be out there. I want to take it on the road with my tiny home to hit the podcast (laughs) all over the country. That's awesome. That's a good goal. Well, good. (laughs) eventually um so have you always had this kind of outlook on life where it's like you want to help people or did you have like a spiritual awakening because that's kind of what i went through yeah good question um my i would say like my personality has always been the same like maybe someone who knew me back in you know middle school or high school they would probably say i'm generally the personality wise the same but just, you know, different content <laughs> with the vegan stuff. You crazy vegans, you know, it's just that's who we are, unfortunately. And, you know, get a lot of unfriends or unfriended, whatever. Hey, no loss to me. But then you get a lot of people that are like, hey, I've been following you for a while. But, you know, I was really mad with about your posts and I was really annoyed by you. But now I'm vegan and I want to say thank you and all that. <laughs> oh, that's sick. That's yeah. probably why you do it. Like, there you go. This is the reason why, you know, the, you know, that one comment or like, thank you, even though it took forever, um, doesn't matter how long that trumps like all the negative comments and hate and criticism. Mm-hmm. So 
if you can change just one person's life, then you're doing good. So that's that's why. If they genuinely, it's, yeah, when they tell you things like "you helped me," you know, but is that feeding our egos? <laughs> I, guess I mean, so. yeah. At the end of the day, we just inspired them to change themselves. Yeah. I didn't change anybody. I just maybe inspire them to change by how I live my life. That's why more people just need to be open and share and not be fake about it. Like, you know, you have to be real. It's not easy. We all have hard days. Um, Sometimes being vegan isn't easy. Like, it's not perfect. Um, But then again... Nothing worth having is comes easy, right? So nope. it's worth it. What's so I mean, what's so freaky to me is how, like you're like you just said, like being vegan can be hard sometimes. But it, it it it's like a dog that you give table scraps to. Like if he never had table scraps, he would think his food is so delicious. The, mm-hmm. the crappy dog food you give him. But yeah. once he realizes that there's other food out there, then it's he's done. So if we would have just never had meat, then no one would even know that anything else exists. So everyone would be just be happy. <laughs> you know? I agree. There's a lot of vegan babies out there. But then again, with, with our environment, you never know if they could turn or sway. You know, oh, I want to try that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Food, you know, it all depends on the environment and education and, and all that. Yeah, I think food education and like how to grow your own food should be something in school. Mm-hmm. That's if you can grow your own food, then you would be self sufficient. Maybe that's what the, now what they want. They want you to be buying shit. They don't. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so they're not going to teach that. All conspiracy. I'm but such a conspiracy theorist, so. I, I, I'm open to anything anyone's telling me like, yo, did you hear about this and that? And I'll be like, what do you mean? And it's not like, like all the, um, mass shootings, like I don't go, go into it thinking they don't, they didn't happen, but I just think they don't go down how they're told to us that they went down. Like there's always stuff they leave out. Of course. Fake news. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it, but if it's it's not labeled as fake if it's on CNN and reported, mm-hmm. so no one's no one's like it can't be fake. It's it's on the news. Mm-hmm. If it's on Facebook, then oh, it's fake news. Oh yeah, all depends mm-hmm. on the outlook. Mm-hmm. There again, there's so if we if you weren't there, then you don't know. And yeah, I know people who, um, my coworker's good friend got shot there. So wow. you know, people wow. that were down there saying a much different story than what was reported yes and crazy things are happening and that just goes to show all right you know like in a sense i'm almost like i don't want to talk about that because i'm not i want to live a long life <laughs> <laughs> and I it's almost like i'm not going to give that my energy or feedback because there's unfortunately there's nothing personally i can do about it um people need to we need to educate people that you know hey not all news is true so just know that and in time hopefully things will change um when people just educate themselves more on that but yeah it's a horrible thing that you know tragedies happen and uh, about that with the whole like terrorism stuff you know 
<laughs> maybe this is I shouldn't say this, but <laughs> if you really look at the numbers of like shootings and all that, who is the real terrorist? Is Us. it, you know, people from other countries or is it the white man? Because in my calculations, an old or maybe young white man is far more dangerous. It's just those are just numbers. Yeah, eight there were 18 mass shootings last year and 12 of them were white american males white dudes yep. yeah so what does so, that mean and then if you want to go back in history who's started all the wars <laughs> who, yeah. i mean and who dudes. supplies the guns to everyone that attacks us we we, we kill ourselves with our own guns yeah <laughs> literally I don't know. I'm someone who's just so against war and guns like they just shouldn't even exist in my eyes Mm-hmm. They can only hurt. That's the only thing that they can do. They exist because people are fearful and people are greedy and they want power. That's really all it is. Yeah. Power, control, greed, and fear. Yep, control. That's the real one. That's yep. the biggest one. They want control. They want to be stronger than you. You need. They need an advantage, so they have this gun. They have the power now. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> you know what when we're not on this planet when we go back to wherever we go it's not gonna matter so it's like why are you so concerned about you know hundred some years that you're going to live being mm-hmm. in in control here when you got a freaking infinite universe or infinite lifetime or whatever mm-hmm. to go back to so mm-hmm. again it's all like hypocrisy with the religious stuff that we're killing people over religion when it's like <laughs> you're gonna go home <laughs> you're gonna have yeah. to deal with this the rest of like the infinite you know whatever <laughs> it's it, it's it's like brainwash like the military honestly thinks like they're doing something good and it's like they it's genuine they've been taught like it's good that you're going over there to kill these people because you're defending our honor and yeah. uh this is this is for us it's tricky. And it's, it's making so- an us versus them instead of being one. Mm-hmm. And that's what they want. They need us segregated because if we were one, there wouldn't be like power in the government at all. They need these distractions, Trump and Hillary and all this bullshit to sidetrack us so we don't stay focused on waking up. Mm-hmm. Keeping us distracted with the, the puppets. Yes. Puppets. <laughs> um, I could go off forever on that stuff, but yeah. it's just, uh, I guess it's what you said. If I can't control it, you, you know, stoicism, you ever hear of that? No. What is that? Uh, this guy, Marcus Aurelius. Do you, do you read books a little bit? Are you into reading? Um, kind of, <laughs> not really. <laughs> this guy, he was an ancient, like, uh, Greek like king or whatever something like that and he just wrote down this book of like it was his journal he never intended it for be published but they found it and it's all his thinking on the way of life and the basis of stoicism being a stoic is if it's something that you can't directly control then there's no reason to think about it at all oh yeah okay and that's, that's what that means. basically happiness how you mm-hmm. get to happiness Yes, that's like reminds me of Eckhart Tolle, his teachings with all that was just working on your inner self and controlling yourself because that is where that's going to spark true change. If you can 
control your responses, your, your emotions, everything like that, then that's going to help the world versus, you know, you yelling at people saying eating meat is bad or whatever. So I like that outlook on, you know, I'm not going to be able to change the world, but I'm, I'm just one drop in the entire ocean. So if I can control uh, myself and my reactions and emotions, then that can spark change for other people to do the same. Yes, yes. Do you um? Do you think I'll switch gears a little bit? Like you said, uh, I guess it's something else. <laughs> I'm just arguing with myself in my head. But <laughs> it's when you die. I don't know where do you think the energy goes. You ever? I'm sure you've thought about it. But why think about it? I guess it's <laughs> it's not like it goes somewhere. It's just it's like transformed. Into another right. person? It could be anything, right? I mean, we don't... We have ideas, mm-hmm. but, I mean, there's the people that come back after, like, oh, I saw the light, or I saw Jesus, or I saw God, or whatever. Nah. Um, there's just... There's so much... I think it, I think it's just your personal... <laughs> I think it's a personal preference in that point of like i really want to go to heaven (laughs) Mm -hmm. then you go you go (laughs) yeah like it's whatever you believe happens happens that That could be it like no matter what you believe if you truly believe it that could be what happens to you i think we just go home we go back to the source this is my own thing judge me or whatever whoever's listening but (laughs) we just go back to the source and then that could be recycled back or somewhere else, or who knows? There's infinite possibilities. I'm open to all of them. I hope it's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> if you go by Alan, he just says once you die, the only thing that can happen is to be reborn. Because yeah. the only thing you can com- so dying is going to sleep and never waking up. And the only thing comparable to that is waking up after never being asleep, which is being born. So yeah, that's yeah that that could be it. That's a good right uh, idea. <laughs> I like that. That that could be it. Who knows? I, we'll never be able to. Com- the no. thing is, we'll never be able to comprehend what happens because it's just far beyond our brain capacity. No, no, no. It's all just fun and games. It's just fun to talk about it. <laughs> I know. I like. Yeah, I love talking about mm-hmm. that because it's just like, what if this happens? That could happen. Um, so many different things. It's cool. It's cool. Um, I have a few, one, a couple more questions. Do you, are you a fan of juicing? Um, yeah, good question on that. It depends on, it really depends on the person. It depends on what your goals are. Juicing is not a lifestyle, but it can really save lives like obese people with major health problems like the fat sick and nearly dead guy Mm -hmm. that yeah that really helps him but you look back at them and what they did after the juicing well they slipped up a couple of times yeah they're still better off than where they were before but juicing is not a lifestyle you can't sustain that you don't think you can sustain it for maybe a year or two or you know there's people that do it just to do it I water fasted for 26 days just to, like, do it. I mean, I had... You didn't eat food. Yeah. Oh, God, that's another topic. I shouldn't have said that. (laughs) You should not have? 
<laughs> I shouldn't have not said that. <laughs> okay, so we could skip it. Well, that could be another. Yeah, if you have questions on that, but people, <laughs> the juice fasting, juice feasting stuff that that's not a lifestyle. It could help people, mm-hmm. but a lot of the people that are attracted to it are are interested in quick fixes, and most of the time they're going to fall off the wagon. We want to get people into a healthy lifestyle that's sustainable. Juice feasting, great. If you need it for the day, then you go ahead and do that. But unless you're dealing with major health problems, if you're just like, you're like, oh, I want to lose five or 10 pounds, I wouldn't recommend it. You need a lifestyle. You don't need to juice because you juice, you lose the weight, then you eat the food again. You're going to gain the weight back depending on whatever lifestyle you live. So yeah, it's like, it's like the people who I'm against it. I know what you're saying, yeah. Because uh, it also takes away nutrition, right? Juicing juicing it takes away some of the nutrition, I heard. Um, Not necessarily. I mean, yeah, it takes away the fiber. Yes, I mean, there it is. We, we poop out fiber anyways. So, I mean, we absorb the nutrition from the fiber, but we get rid of the fiber. Um, juicing is just getting all the nutrition on a cellular level. It helps because it's taking away... Um, processes for digestion so your body is you know doing working on other fixing other stuff versus digesting food so yeah it's it's just a little quick fix if you have an issue it will help it just depends on the type of person you are what you're dealing with and then it all depends on what you eat after the juice feast however long that is it's like the people who um will not eat for like like just fast just like, oh, today I just had um, a protein bar. And, like, that's what they'll eat for the whole day. And, like, they'll, yeah. they'll lose, like, a pound or two and be like, it's working. And, like, it's not working. Nothing's working here. This is not good. Yeah. They're starving themselves. It's not sustainable. Mm-hmm. Was there – I don't I guess you don't want to talk about it or you don't – you do. But was there a reason you went 26 days? Yeah, I needed to try water fasting because I had PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. Mm-hmm. Most guys don't really understand that. And they're like, okay, whatever. <laughs> but women will be like, oh, God, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's so painful. Every month is just miserable. And it's just your emotions, the pain. Um, and it's created by, I mean, it, a factor of things, but your hormones, a lot of the synthetic hormones, birth control. Women have to take birth control. Men, they just, you guys are lucky. Mm-hmm. You know, we're the ones that our bodies like suffer just to not have a child. Um, that's not the way it should be, but there's other options out there safer. But yeah, I was on the birth control pill for many years. I don't know why, just to regulate my periods and just to not have a child when I was young. So <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I really messed up my body and uh, I was still in a lot of pain, even as vegan. There's people that are like, Oh, I went vegan and I healed this. Yeah, you can, but it all depends on where you started. So I was still in a lot of pain, even as a raw vegan and fruitarian. So I had to try everything. And unfortunately I just, I listened to a guide. He just told me to fast longer than I should have because I got underweight and that just made things imbalanced. Um, it did help, actually. It did work. But I'm afraid to share that because people will take that as, oh, she healed herself. I need to fast. You know? Uh, yeah. And Dangerous. That's not the 
is dangerous. You could die. Like I risked my life. And what changed is the lifestyle. The lifestyle is what got me healed. The fasting, maybe a little bit, but it took, it's been taking over two years to properly heal from the water fast. So again, that's just like juice feasting. It's people that are, that want quick fixes will go to that and they'll just, they'll rebound and they'll go back to unhealthier lifestyle. Some of the time, not always, but I don't like sharing that with people Mm -hmm. just because people that message me want the quick fixes and they're not interested in long-term lifestyle changes. Yeah, no, veganism is a lifestyle. It's not a diet. You know, it's not like when people say, I don't believe in veganism, like it's not like Santa Claus. It's not something you believe. (laughs) This isn't like you can't believe in it. You know, that makes no sense. They look at it as like a religion. And I guess in a sense, it could be a religion because it goes back to the love, you know, hey, love and compassion of all beings. So sure, great. It's a it's a religion. Then let's make some vegan churches. Then I'm down. I'll go worship. <laughs> yeah, I'll go to church every Sunday if it's for that. <laughs> like, if that's what we're gonna make it, it's a belief system. So let's make a church out of it. <laughs> there <laughs> like, is oh, definitely oh, a vegan. There is a vegan church somewhere. Let's <laughs> let's start one. <laughs> <laughs> There's weed churches. I know that. There's marijuana, cannabis churches. Oh. All about the belief system. So since it's Sunday night, I have to go do my shopping for the week and all that. So good. Any other burning questions you have? Burning? Um, No, no. I'll let you go shop. Where are you going? Whole Foods? So actually, I rarely shop at Whole Foods. I I move a lot, so I'm kind of all around the area over here. So Mm -hmm. um, Sprouts is a good one, and uh, Jimbo's, it's a natural um, health food store. Um, Just, yeah, health foods. I don't know either of those around here. No, yeah, you're on the East Coast, so you're used to what, like... Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, you know, it's not... Trader Joe's is a great one. Mm -hmm. Even, like, Kroger and... What do you guys have out there? You have, uh, Meyer. Do you have Meyer? No, no. Oh, that must be a Midwest thing. Nah, no, we really have Whole Foods and then, like, Farmer's Markets. That's what you really gotta go for. Okay. Yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so I'll let you go. If you have anything you don't you want to say, you want to like plug your Instagram or anything like that, go for it. Raw ginger, that's my name. One more time, because you cut out. Oh, raw vegan ginger. Raw vegan ginger. So you're raw vegan for the food, raw for keeping it raw and real. I don't know. I don't have a tagline. <laughs> I don't do social media full time yet, so next year things could change. But yeah, I just like to keep it raw and real with what I say, what I do, and what I eat. Maybe awesome. that would be a good tagline. What I say, what I do, what I eat. Awesome. <laughs> we because we usually end everyone, um, every guest. Like if you had to tell the world something, and they were all listening, what would you tell them? Oh yeah. I guess that's my tagline then. Just keep it raw, keep it real, and <laughs> yeah, be awesome. true to yourself and be kind to others. Like just live a lifestyle that doesn't harm others as much as you can. And yeah, awesome. Love. That's it. Love's the answer. The answer. It was so awesome talking to you, Jennifer. It was nice. I know you. you're great. I'm so glad. Thanks for reaching out. 
Uh, no, definitely. I'll have you back on when we have the, the showdown with the carnival. Yes, I am so. That's like that's great. Not to be like right or wrong. Like I'm not one of like I need to be right. I think that's a, like getting into healthy debate and respecting the opinions and lifestyles of others, and and being able to like have a conversation without emotions. It's really hard, but I'm up for the challenge. So let me know. For sure, I'll be in touch with you. Cool. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Have fun shopping. I will. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Jennifer. Jennifer Patrishkov. Patrishkov. Very good. Thank you for coming on, Jennifer. It was good talking to a vegan. The first vegan on the weekly sit down besides myself. She uh, she's definitely very knowledgeable. She knows what she's talking about. I like those kind of conversations. I'm sure a lot of people don't. Um, it's just have an open mind, you know. I was freaking carnivore for 27 years, so I was there. You know, just give it a, give it do some research. That's all I'm saying. And if you have some, I'm sure you have some research. And things you know that I don't know. So send that shit. I think that's all I have to say about that. All right. I'm going to go. 10.30. We had to do a late one for the uh, Cali time. I have so many podcasts I have to edit. This is number six. Wow. I need to get on this. All right, guys. I'll talk to you. Have a good rest of whatever day you're listening to this on. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Give me the veggies, give me the fruits. Yeah, yeah. Give me the greens, give me the roots. What? What? Give me the seeds, give me legumes. Come on, come on. I got what you need, I'm giving you truth. I'm a V, V, can. You can say this is a truth ballad. I start my day off with a fruit salad. I'm carved up, feeling healthy and full of energy. Food is my prevention. I don't need chemical remedies. I don't take prescription pills. I'm never feeling sick or ill unless we talking about the rhymes I spit and how I fit my skill. This is real. Gotta maintain fitness. Being vegan ain't a diet. It's a lifestyle and we live this. Plant-based business. You see the way I lift this. Big heavy weight. I ain't protein deficient. Food is big business and you know the corporations lie. Why would they tell the truth about the products they supply? When they know that they are harmful and they cause disease All you need is to do the research and start to read About the business of animal agriculture We ain't carnivores or hunters, we are scavengers like vultures A scavenger eats decomposing flesh Carnivores hunting kill, they pray and eat it raw and fresh Yeah, we can eat meat, but that doesn't mean we have to That doesn't mean it's natural, that doesn't mean we can't Choose a different way of living that'll help the ecosystem And save the animals who are suffering as victims of enslavement Rape, exploitation, and murder So that overfed people can enjoy a cheeseburger but diesel, I can't help it. I just love the taste. Well, I love having sex, but that don't mean that I should rape. That don't mean that I should take something that is not mine. Carnivore and cannibal are separated by a fine line of morality. But diesel plants are living too, so when you eat them, you are still causing casualties. True, but it takes tons of plants to feed the animals. So being vegan saves the plants the animals are planted to. Deforestation, a sick population, and animals suffering are results of indoctrination by the corporations who only care about their bottom line. A way that you can fight a mystical. Vegan and now's the time. Yeah, yeah. Come give on. me the veggies, give me the fruits. Yeah, yeah. Give me the greens, give me the roots. What? What? 
Give me the seeds, give me legumes. Come on, come on. I got what you need, I'm giving you truth. I'm a V, V. Give me the veggies, give me the fruits. Give me the greens, give me the roots. What, what? Give me the seeds, give me legumes. Come on, come on. I got what you need, I'm giving you truth. I'm a V, V. Vegan. Yeah. Go, 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 vegan, and now's the time.